Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. It's Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. On tonight's show, we'll talk with Bloomington North girls swimming head coach Taylor McGregor. We'll talk IU women's and men's basketball. The Indianapolis Colts find a quarterback. We will have our high school scoreboard update, and we'll look ahead to the week in IU athletics, so let's talk sports. We'll start with Indiana women's basketball making history, hosting the first and second rounds of the NCAA tournament in Simon Scott Assembly Hall for for the first time. The Hoosiers, the 3 seed, got past 14 seed Charlotte and then faced 11 seed Princeton, who knocked off 6 seed Kentucky on Monday night. The Hoosiers beat Princeton 56 55. Grace Berger, 15 points. Nicole Cardano Hillary with 12. Mackenzie Holmes with 10. Alexa Goulbay hit two free throws to seal the game. 9,627 fans in attendance, which was the third largest crowd in IU women's basketball history. And they were treated to one of the best games in Simon Scott Assembly Hall this season and in a long time with these two teams going back and forth all game long and the Hoosiers squeaking it out. The Hoosiers then traveled to Bridgeport, Connecticut to face the second seed Connecticut Huskies in the Bridgeport Regional Semifinal. The Huskies one of the best all-time women's college basketball programs ever with 11 national championships and Hall of Fame coach Gino Ariema leading the way. The Hoosiers fell short 75-58. Allie Patberg 16 points. Grace Berger 13 points. Mackenzie Holmes with 12. IU ends the season at 24-9. They make back-to-back sweet 16 appearances. They make the Big Ten Championship tournament game for the first time since 2002, losing to Iowa, and then seven straight 20-win seasons. IU will lose Allie Patberg, Nicole Cardano-Hillary, Alexa Goulbay, and Grace Wagner after the season, but they return Grace Berger and Mackenzie Holmes along with four freshmen, and they add grad transfer Alyssa Geary, who announced that she is coming from Providence College 6'4 from Elmhurst, Illinois, played at Nazareth Academy, played in 118 games and started 66 in her four years at Providence, scoring 854 points for a 7.2 per game average. It has been a very busy week for Indiana men's basketball. Head coach Mike Woodson announced that Dane Fife will not return as assistant coach next season. Fife spent one year on staff at IU after being at Michigan State as an assistant under Tom Izzo for 10 seasons. Fife played at IU from 1997 to 2002 and led the Hoosiers to the 2002 National Championship game. Brian Walsh has been named the assistant coach. Walsh will begin his sixth season with the Hoosiers after spending this past season as his team's recruiting coordinator. He was the team's director of basketball operations for the past four seasons. Kenya Hunter and Yashira Roseman have been promoted to associate head coaches. Also, the Hoosiers have lost four players to the transfer portal. Christian Lander, Michael Doerr, Parker Stewart, and Rob Fennessey. 
all leaving IU. Durr came from South Florida. Stewart came from Tennessee Martin. Tennessee played here for four years. And Lander, who graduated early from Evansville Wrights, played for two years. Dewar, Stewart, and Fennessey all have one year left. Lander has three years left. IU was going into the offseason with 16 scholarship players for next season, being over the limit by three, but now the Hoosiers are one under the limit for next season. After trading Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders, the Indianapolis Colts have traded for quarterback Matt Ryan. Ryan played with the Atlanta Falcons for the last 14 seasons and led the Falcons to Super Bowl 51, losing to the New England Patriots. The Colts send a third-round pick to the Falcons in this year's draft. The Colts have been searching for quarterbacks since Andrew Luck abruptly retired a few years ago, going with Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, among others, Jacoby Brissett, and now they go for Matt Ryan. High school sports time. Let's check the local high school scoreboard in the boys basketball state final Saturday at Gamebridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. North Davies beat Lafayette Central Catholic 48-46 in two overtimes in the Class 1A state title game. The first state title for North Davies. Clark Barrett missed the second of three free throw attempts with no time left after being fouled on a three-point shot. In Class 2A, Providence beat Central Noble 62-49 for the first state title for Providence. Wisconsin recruit Connor Asijan scored 18 points for Central Noble. In Class 3A, Beach Grove beat Mishawaka Marion 53-43 for the first state title for Beach Grove. Anthony Ball led the Hornets with 17 points and 20 rebounds. And in Class 4A, Indianapolis Cathedral beats Chesterton 63-31. Cathedral wins its first 4A state title. The Irish had a state finals record 14 block shots. Chesterton was trying to become the first school since Warren Central in 2018 to go unbeaten. Cathedral won the Class 3A title in 1998, and Coach Jason Delaney becomes the first ever head coach to lead three different schools to state titles. He led Waldron in 2004 in Class 1A and Indianapolis Tech in Class 4A in 2014 to state championships. That is a look at our high school scoreboard. When we come back, we'll talk with Bloomington North Girls Swimming Head Coach Taylor McGregor. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Are you concerned about your life insurance coverage during these uncertain times in history? I'm Adam Beasley with American Senior Benefits right here in Bloomington, and we can help you find the best coverage for you and your family. We work for you to find the best plan out of more than 150 companies. We can compare your existing coverage or start a brand new plan. From newborn to 89 years old, from term to permanent, we'll find what's best for you. Call us at American Senior Benefits, 812-631-2305. Are you spending more time at home these days? If so, then you'll want to consider having your carpets professionally cleaned. Brothers Carpet Cleaning has been the region's premier cleaner for nearly a decade. Their truck-mounted systems are the most effective to remove bacteria, allergens, and pet dander. Brothers Carpet Cleaning will professionally clean your carpet, tile, upholstery, and wood. When it has to be clean, call Brothers Carpet Cleaning online at carpetcleaningbrothers.com. Hi, this is Keandra Brown with Indiana Women's Basketball, and you're listening to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. 
Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. It is time to welcome in my guest. She completed her second season as the girl swimming head coach at Bloomington High School North. She was on the show last April, and now she returns for her second appearance. Taylor McGregor is my guest. Taylor, welcome back to the show. It is a pleasure to have you, and it's always good to catch up and talk swimming. Um, thanks, Nick. Well, yeah, I appreciate the invite, and thanks for having, chatting about swimming another time this year. It is my pleasure. So, Bloomington North, you had a great year. You won the conference Indiana meet for the first time. You win the sectional for the first time since 2006, and you finished 17th in the state meet up in Indianapolis. So, just talk about what an awesome season you all had and getting those titles and getting that monkey kind of off the back of Bloomington North swimming and having a level of success that you haven't seen in a while. Yeah, I mean, it was truly amazing. I feel like there's not enough words that can really explain what it was, what a roller coaster of a year and mostly just building up to the excitement. And I think we we just had a great mix of talent um, and a great senior class that kind of led that drive, led that energy every day in practice. And when you have that kind of focus, but also like the fun and the like, we want this, that drive day in and day out. I mean, it just leads to good things. So, I mean, I think it, the season just really builded all year. We had a great mid-season meet down in Jasper and I was like, Ooh, these chat, like we're going to, this is good. Like you just start to get the like chills as a coach, like, okay, we got a little bit of time, like, but it starts to look really good. And then we had a close dual meet with South just lost by a few points, just a, a hair, you know, it's just four points or I think something like that. And then dual meet is, is nothing. And so I think that just energized us even more. It's almost, it turned into just even more of a reason to, to finish strong through the season. Conference was and just a great chance like to, yeah, finally get that win. The boys have had it for the last few years. So to get it on both sides, I think was a, a huge win for the girls and just a lot of confidence going into sectionals. So when we got that sectional win, it was, that's a big meet, you know, and, is really down to the wire and that's it's just one of the most exciting meets I've ever been a part of and I've been a part of swimming for a lot of my life so (laughs) it was like you really couldn't ask for a better like first sectional win yeah I, I can't talk more or say enough powerful words to like explain what the season was and what it meant for the kids like the girls on the team You mentioned the fact that you've been in swimming a long time. Of course, you grew up in Spokane, Washington. You swam at the University of New Mexico. Now you've been in Bloomington since 2015. I ask people this in other sports. How important is it for you to just come back from an athlete now to a coach and give back to the sport that helped you pave your way? Yeah, I mean, I think you don't realize what it's like to be on that other side as an athlete, right? So like as an athlete, I was like, oh yeah, my coaches, like they're awesome. But like you're in your own mojo, right? Like you're in, you're in your own head about, you know, what you need to do and what all your goals. And I don't think you always like really understand what it's like to be on that flip side. And I never really, like, I loved a lot of my coaches. I had, had some great coaches growing up. So, and I steal from them. I shamelessly steal the best material from them now. (laughs) But yeah, and then to to come and move to Bloomington and it really wasn't on my radar much to coach right right when I moved here. I moved 
to work at Cook Medical and not necessarily to coach swimming. So when I got wrapped in from a guy actually works at Chris Dixon and he's like, Hey, I think you should, you know, try this out. I, the first few times I was on deck, I was like, Oh, this is, there's something to this. Like, I think I just kind of knew that like, and I was pretty quiet, like didn't say a lot on deck, didn't really know how to be a coach. You know, I just knew how to be an athlete. (laughs) I knew the sport and that was it. And I had great mentors and that, that taught me what it was like to be, to really be a coach and what that meant and how big of a responsibility that is. And now it means the world to be on the flip side. I love it like so much. I like don't even really miss being an athlete because I feel like coaching gives me that entire love of sport and also getting a chance to watch your swimmers develop and reach their goals. And even when they don't reach their goals, but like they show the strength that they, you know, that they can get there. I mean, there's just nothing like it. It's so powerful. Like the moments watching them having the moments that you want them to have. I mean, it's, it's incredible. So I wouldn't give it up for the world. And it, yeah, I love, love being on this flip side now and being able to give them that opportunity that I also loved as an athlete. When you get ready for a meet, do you, have the same emotions when you were an athlete as you do as a coach or what, what are the differences now when you go into a meet as a coach from when you prepared as an athlete? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a good question with all the basketball that's been on watching these coaches coach their teams, right. During a a game, right. And you're seeing their strategy happen. I was reflecting a little bit with some of my like fellow coaches that also coach swimming. And we were like, we don't, that's not really us. Like all the strategy, all that work goes in behind the scenes, like beforehand. Right. So like our, our preparation time is kind of all beforehand. And by the time I get to right before a meet, like I'm nervous, similar to how I would be as an athlete, but none of it's in my control. I'm going to tell them like swim fast, keep your race strategy. You know how to do this, believe in yourself. Like all all those are really good things. And I can, I can help them build some confidence before that, before they dive in, but like they're out there on their own, right? Like they're, they're out there on their own. So I think there's some helplessness to it as a coach. Um, You almost feel like you're like, I have no control over what's going to happen tomorrow or going into a meet. Whereas like an, as an athlete, the nerves are a little bit different because it's like, this is all on me. Like, this is, I have to do this. I still get nervous and I still like have, just like excitement and a little bit like anxious excitement, but it's just a different, a different feeling when you're not able to be in the pool, like in control of that. You're just kind of like waving your hands, like the best you can to cheer them on. And, and that's kind of all you, all you can do and let them know that like you believe in them. Right. And like help them bring the best they can be. But at the end of the day, like we put all our preparation in ahead of time, you know, before we walked in on the pool deck. So it's just a matter of like letting the cards kind of fall where they may <laughs> when it comes to that time. Having a full off season now with the restrictions seem to be lifted and having that full off season in between your first and second year, what did you take away from last season that made you feel like, hey, we can go to that next level this year? And obviously with winning conference and sectionals, you were able to accomplish that. Yeah. I mean, it really comes down to the girls on the team. Like they put so much work in, in the off season, right? Like so many of those swimmers, they swim all year round. Like they put 
they put time in or they do other sports like, you know, cross training or they lift or whatever. So they're, they're putting time in, um, making themselves uh, better and stronger, you know, the rest of the rest of the year. And I'm just giving them kind of the opportunity during high school season to like let themselves shine. But so much of that work they're putting in, in that off season. And I think seeing how dedicated they were, seeing how excited they were for another season and how much they wanted this. I mean, I think especially having the boys do it for a couple of years now and feeling like we got close, we've got just gotten closer and a little bit closer each year over the last few. It was like, felt like it was in everyone's grasp, especially like the North South meet last year was also very close. So I think that really propelled like, man, this is in reach. Like we could we could beat South and South's filled with some really great swimmers. So I think once you kind of gain like, this is a possibility, then people work towards that. And I, after my first year could kind of be like, Ooh, this is where we need to challenge ourselves more. Like where I need to change this a little bit about how we're training or this rest a little bit differently going into these meets. So I think I was able to adjust too, as I'm trying to get better at being a coach too. So really just all the pieces fell into place, but yeah, the girls put in so much like outside time. It's, it's really yeah, amazing how dedicated they, they, they were to that goal this year. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back more with Bloomington North girls swimming coach, Taylor McGregor, after this quick timeout, this is talking sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. This is Danny with Weathervane Insurance Solutions. Not only is it especially important for our economy to support local businesses these days, but as your local independent insurance agency, Weathervane Insurance can shop you around with dozens of carriers to ensure you receive the most competitive price and, of course, the best customer service. Find us on the web at weathervaneonline.com. That's weathervaneonline.com. I'm injury attorney Matt Lloyd. With an injury claim, don't leave cash on the table by not realizing all the Indiana laws that can help you. The insurance company won't tell you about them, but call me for a free consultation to learn all the important steps to get the best settlement. Call or text 812-333-MATT or go online to myinjurycase.com. Let's join forces and fight for a settlement that makes sense for you. 812-333-MATT. Everybody, I'm Hardy the Hat Guy. I think it's safe to say that I am Indiana's biggest fan of high school baseball. And I'll tell you what, I am a fan of talking sports with Nick Jenkinson with the South Central Indiana News Network. Catch him. He is interviewing people across the state. I'm loving what he's doing. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. My guest, Taylor McGregor, girl swimming coach at Bloomington High School North. Taylor, of course, we were talking about the offseason, everything you've all accomplished with conference and sectional titles. Now it's time to talk about that sectional meet. You beat South by four points. Of course, in the conference meet, it was the first time that you had beaten South in events since 2006. Bloomington dominated that meet, winning 10 of the 12 events. South took home five titles. North took home five titles. Columbus East took home the other two. How cool is it to just see Bloomington dominate that meet? To have 
that competition right here, right? Like it just drives us to be better. Um, and so to, they're kind of our neighbors too, right? So we we train with them, like a lot of our girls train with them in the summer. So you're kind of, you're swimming against your own teammates sometimes, right? Or the people across town. So I think just to see that powerhouse come through Bloomington is is amazing, right? It just sets the bar just that much higher every year. Yeah, and it makes it like a really exciting meet to just go back and forth between South and North. Like every, every race is like, Ooh, who's going to touch out who? And it's just, you never know. Right. So it just keeps everyone kind of on, on the edge of our seat. It's a, makes it a very fun, exciting, <laughs> exciting meet. Five titles, the 200 medley relay with a mixture of two seniors and two underclassmen. Your underclassmen, Hope Westfall wins the 200 I am Ashley Friel wins the 100-yard butterfly and the 100-yard backstroke. And then Lindsey Mitchell, a junior, wins the 100-yard breaststroke. So, obviously, going into next year, you still have some of your top guns returning. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have some fantastic athletes that are still going to be on the team. So, it makes next year really exciting. And, yeah, it, it puts us in a, a really good spot, I think, to to keep carrying that through. Both Hope Westfall and Ashley Friel, Friel broke their fair share of school records this year. So they, like Hope broke it in the 500 freestyle and then Ashley in the 100 fly and 100 back, just like you mentioned there, but also in 100 free and 200 free. And I think maybe one more I'm probably missing. Um, So they're, so they definitely did their fair share of just even within North, like really setting the bar high the fastest girls that have to come through North and, and to set those school records, which is a really great yeah place to be when they're just sophomores. Right. So you got two more years with, <laughs> you know, just kind of notch, keep notching up. So that's an exciting, exciting thing going into next year, especially being able to create really fast relays that puts the momentum in the right spot for meets like that. It's a good spot to be. I'm happy about it. <laughs> Bloomington South, of course, they're going to have a lot of their underclassmen back. But one person that's finally graduating is Christina Pegley, who's going off to IU, set state records this year and won two state championships in the 100 and 200 freestyle. Watching her for the last four years, what is your takeaway of, of, of just what she has accomplished? And do you expect her to continue her success at IU? Oh yeah. I mean, Kristen is an awesome human being. She trains and just like a beast, right? Like she just trains well and then she swims just even better. Um, I think what's the most amazing thing to watch her is her composure before and after swims, right? So it can be really hard to step into levels that are that high, right? I mean, even the state meet uh, in Indiana is, is quite fast, right? So she's, you know, steps up on the blocks and she just holds her composure so well and she swims her race and she just races like no one's ever going to beat her, you know, and then pulls out of the pool and then she has this big smile on her face and she'll be like, hi, you know, like it's just, just so kind, like a kind human being and like also going to just tear you in the pool. Right. So it's like this, the, just the best combination of a competitor, which makes it great to swim against. Right. So uh, I think that's, those types of swimmers are a joy to swim and to, to be a competitor of. Um, and they've really given, I know my girls, like when we put girls against Christina, you're like, well, you go out there and you just see what you can do, right? Like you just, 
throw her, you just, you know, like see how you can keep up or race her. Or like she just brings everyone up to that next level because she's, because she's swimming at that level. And so I'm really excited for what she does in the next few years. I think she'll continue to really grow as an athlete. Um, I think she has the right mindset and the right kind of mental game. Um, and that sets you up really well for, for a sport like swimming when it's, when it does come down to kind of you and you alone. So that, that mental game that I think she's, it seems like she has on lock. I mean, obviously I'm not inside of her, her head, but she does seem like <laughs> to have it down. So I think she'll, she's going to do some really great things. Sal finished 15th at the state meet. You finished 17th. Just your overall takeaways from having such a good performance at the state meet this year. It's hard to beat a meet like sectionals, right? It was almost like you coming off of a hot, like this kind of meet high, right? And you're having to turn around and get ready for the state meet. And we knew like South, uh, they rest just really well. Like they swam amazing at sectionals, like even between prelims and finals, their times just all got better. And so you knew that they were going to just even get that much better at, at state. So I think it was cool to see Bloomington North and Bloomington South, like both up there in the rankings I think to be to be on the scoreboard at state is a big deal I think obviously we we definitely want to move up in that I think 17th is is at least since I've been a part of the program the highest we've been and to bring some several people back into finals is a a really big accomplishment I mean to have individual swims back in finals and then to to have that relay come back in top 16 was a huge a huge like kind of boost confidence boost for for north to bring that relay back so i think it, it makes them more hungry right like it's like and then we're so excited about how we did at 17th and also we're super hungry for more <laughs> so i think that's like the you know a great way to go into next season and when you're like hey what do you guys want to accomplish this year it's like i remember like i remember how 17th maybe even more hungry for like better swims so I think it really sets the momentum in a good good place for for north and and same with south right like so they've they've had some dominant um, teams in the past and I think they'll continue to really do well bring some some good fast girls because they've got quite a few of those girls coming back but it is hard to beat Christina who can be top right <laughs> who can top the podium in both our events it's it's a it's a tough you don't just replace that very very easily right <laughs> no you sure don't and as we talked about before you talked about dominance well the team to do, that dominates in the state of course is Carmel and they've dominated again with 461 points to 283 against Fishers 36 state titles in a row, which is a national record for any sport or gender. I know we joked last year about having a workshop on how to stop Carmel, but <laughs> what is it about them that is just, I mean, because whatever they're they're doing, they're doing it the right way, winning year after year after year. I mean, winning for over 30 years, for 36 years. They swim similar, like they come from like a, they swim like club together all year round, right? Like they just have this insane pool to to pull from that they know what they're doing. <laughs> they really do. They've got it down. And it is cool to watch them. I mean, they really set the bar high. Uh, you, you know, you can watch a, a relay from Carmel. And I don't, I don't know most of the, 
like individuals from other teams and just not in the know like that. But I can turn to one of my girls and be like, oh yeah, so who are these people? And they'll list off like, oh yeah, she's verbally committed to this top nation program, you know, Cal or whatever. Like they'll just list them off and you're like, oh, that's casual. <laughs> like you're, I mean, these are girls that are going to the top swimming programs um, in the nation. So, and to have just multiples of them, right. You're not, you're not just having one, you're, you're having an entire team of just top notch um, athletes. So it's, it's incredible. It's like, it's, it's really, it's, um, it's a sight to see. <laughs> I would recommend anyone come out and see it. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> well, and, and not to mention the fact that probably their second team, you know, second tier girls or girls that could swim at any other for any other school in the state I mean this well, that's how deep they are for sure oh for sure I mean to to make their kind of quote-unquote varsity right like to make that top squad it has to be so competitive I mean it really it brings the best out of the best but yeah but like there are girls on that team that may not get to go to state but that would place at state right like that would if they swim for a different school so it's a um yeah, it's just a lot of really fast girls that are on that team. It's Yeah, it's quite incredible. Well, Taylor, I thank you very much for joining me. It's always great to catch up. Congratulations on conference and sectional titles. Best of luck to you in the offseason. And, of course, we will uh, do this again soon. Thank you very much for the time. Yeah, thanks for having me, Nick. Appreciate it. My thanks to Taylor McGregor for being my guest this week in IU Sports Women's Golf at the Chattanooga Classic through tomorrow. Softball hosts Kent State Wednesday at 4. They are at Wisconsin Friday through Sunday. Track and field at the Florida Relays Friday and Saturday. Men's tennis hosts Ohio State Friday at 3 and Penn State Sunday at noon. Baseball hosts Northwestern Friday through Sunday. Men and women swimming is at the USA Open Water Swimming Nationals in Fort Myers Beach, Florida, Friday through Sunday. And women's tennis hosts Purdue at noon on Saturday. Thank you for joining us this evening and thanks to our sponsors. On behalf of the entire team here at the South Central Indiana News Network, my name is Nick Jenkinson. Join us throughout the week on social media and every Monday night right here for more Talking Sports. was a production of the South Central Indiana News Network.